Welcome back to another episode of Stern Chats. I'm Devna Shukla. And I'm Andrew Slotnick. Today we're doing something a little different. We are celebrating incoming students and congratulating those who just left. Today you'll hear from two Sternies, now alumna Sarah Rubin, former executive vice president of Stern Student Government, and Drew Sharma, an incoming tech MBA candidate who will be graduating in 2019. These episodes were taped during the spring of 2018, prior to graduation, and captured the energy and enthusiasm students come in and also leave with. Andrew and I had the pleasure of interviewing Drew, and the other half of our team, Stephen and Justin, spoke with Sarah just prior to her departure. I really enjoyed listening to Sarah on this track. She has so much energy. Sarah Rubin is a true Sterny through and through, and I can't wait for our listeners to hear her story. And Dhruv. Dhruv has everything together. He's ready to hit the ground running when he comes to Manhattan with his family. I really loved hearing about his experiences. It's so cool to see how they're both so excited in such different vantage points, and knowing that we're halfway through our own MBA careers, it makes it a bittersweet experience to hear about their stories. Absolutely. So first, we'll hear from Sarah Rubin, once again interviewed by Justin and Steven. Flip the switch and let's go. Cue that music. From New York University Stern Campus, this is Stern Chats, the podcast that tells the hidden stories between the lines of someone's resume. In the interest of serving the Stern community, building relationships, and unlocking important life lessons, we present these stories to a wider audience. Welcome to another episode of Stern Chats. I'm Justin Katchis. And I'm Stephen Avila. And we are so excited to have Sarah Rubin in the building. Hello, Sarah. Welcome. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. You are this larger-than-life presence here at Stern. You are a class of 2018, outgoing, MBA2. And we are so excited to hear more about your experience here at Stern some advice you might have for some incoming students and your general thoughts about living in New York City. We're super excited to have you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm pumped to be here. I don't, it's weird hearing you say outgoing MBA too. It's like, it's really flown by. It goes by fast. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Does it feel like real life? No, I'm about to go into real life. <laughs> Stern is, it's like Stern life and real life and pre-Stern life. That's how like my life is bucketed basically. Yeah. So Sarah, for our listeners, why don't you take 20, 30 seconds and introduce yourself? Great. All right. Well, again, thanks guys for having me. I'm Sarah Rubin. I'm originally from Parkland, Florida. I went to WashU in St. Louis where I studied graphic design and American culture studies. So Basically, you're a perfect business school student. How did you find those (laughs) two majors? Yeah, I loved working on the computer, and I loved communicating designs and messages. Was, like, never an artist, but didn't want to do computer science. I was like, I don't want to be in a little cubicle by myself, like, just working on stuff. So I wanted to really, um, to create stuff, but... I mean, I had to take, like, drawing classes and sculpture classes, things I'd never done. My parents are like, what are you doing? (laughs) Quickly switch, because A, I didn't like it. B, I wasn't good at it. And I worked for Abercrombie & Fitch in Columbus, Ohio, right after college. I joined their leadership development um, program doing merchandise planning. So basically in charge of the businesses um, of different categories for Abercrombie kids. So I was in charge of the girls' business planning, like, their dresses, their tops, and figuring out how much we buy, what the prices are, what the sales are, working with designers and merchants and an e-commerce team. So that was my life for about three years. Um, Moved um, to Ohio. I had no connection to Ohio. 
and then quickly learned um, at the end of my third year, I kind of wanted to leave, although I have a special place for Ohio in my heart. But I've always loved and been fascinated by media and entertainment. I was always the girl at work sending YouTube videos to everyone, being like, look at this. Like, Jimmy Fallon did this. This is so funny. <laughs> and people were like, cool, Sarah, are you doing your work? <laughs> so I never really had a business education. And um, my dad went for his exec MBA. Um, and he thought it would be a great launching point for me. And I kind of um, thought about it for a while. And yeah, I mean, I can give like the whole like why Stern, et cetera, but really want to go to business school to pivot my career and get a business education. So I think that is interesting. How, how did you decide ultimately NYU Stern? Yeah. So I think being in New York, because I want to do entertainment media, for me, it was be in New York or be in L.A., and my family was on the East Coast, so for me it was like a no-brainer. Just like I'm looking at schools in New York. Visited both Stern and Columbia. Had great experiences at both. Stern really has, in my opinion, a very strong entertainment media program. There's an entertainment media specialization. We have professors connected um, to the school who work at these incredible companies. I had a professor from HBO. I had a professor from BuzzFeed. I had a professor from Google um, during my time here. And it was just the alumni network is just insane. I mean, where all these people are working through all these media companies. So for me, that like from an academic recruiting standpoint, that was like hands down a no brainer. And then when I got here and visited and did the tour and started talking to people and like random students were asking me like, why are you here? Like, what are you interested in? And then. I connected with someone, a student who worked in admissions, and she was really involved with like, okay, let me know if you have any questions. And, you know, people really seemed connected here. And I mean, obviously now, two years, two years into whatever this thing is, this, uh, <laughs> this whole experience, I mean, I get it. And like, it's all about the people. And I can't, I really can't imagine going anywhere else. And I'm really jealous of all the people that are about to come here to experience that kind of, I mean, it's cliche and corny, but it's like, the magic of the community here, I think, is second to none. And I have seen other people in different programs have really positive experiences. I have friends from undergrad, friends from Abercrombie go to business school. But, I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i only one person. But I will say I'm biased, obviously, that Stern is the best and that I've had the most impactful experience. So Absolutely. We'll make that two people and probably three. <laughs> <laughs> it's unanimous. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you, you, you hit it right in the head, right? The, the uh, community here is incredibly supportive, uh, and that's right from, you know, visiting day right through your, your, whole, uh, your whole two years here. So you mentioned uh, some of the classes and some of the professors that you had. Would love to get your take on who are your favorites, right? Oh, man. Going back. Yeah, I was trying to think about this before I came into this interview just because the first semester you're taking those core classes, and it's like everyone kind of getting on the same page, and those were really valuable. But for me, it was digging into the things that I wanted to, A, expand on or B, explore or just really try. So like I said, I was a graphic design major. I'd never taken a finance or an accounting class. And like now, second semester, MBA 2, I'm taking corporate finance with a bunch of MBA 1s. But for me, I was like, I can't graduate business school without knowing or learning or attempting <laughs> corporate finance. So um, that's been a really impactful class for me just because it was something I never thought I would do. But I think while I was here and being more comfortable with experimenting and trying things out, that's been very valuable to me. 
But if I have to say favorite, it's a little biased, but I took the class that goes to the Cannes Film Festival. Incredible. Which is like, how is this real? My parents were like, I don't understand what you're doing and (laughs) how this is a real thing. But we basically had, you had to apply to the program and then there were like five or six classes at Stern where we would just have these speakers come from all these different like independent film companies and... I don't know, we would just talk about the Cannes Film Festival and how movies get distributed and finance, et cetera. And then we went to the Cannes Film Festival and got a badge and was able, we were able to do whatever we wanted, whether it was seeing movies, going to panels. I mean... Did you meet any celebrities? Well, funny that you ask. I did. <laughs> um, I was lucky enough. I was. It's like the right place at the right time kind of story, but... We were in like the main area and we um, a few of us saw this really small film and we were walking down a hallway and all of a sudden my friend taps me on the shoulder and he's like, and he knows I'd freak out. And he's like, don't freak out. But Will Smith is like walking past us. Oh and God. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's Will Smith. And I, <laughs> That's I mean, a good one. That's an A-list celebrity that you want to run into. Oh, yeah. And I, of course, being the obnoxious American, like was like, I want to take a selfie with you. And. I, my friends were very embarrassed, the certain people that I was with. So they kind of leaned, like laid, laid low. And then I took a selfie with him, and then I started crying because <laughs> I was so excited. But now my professor makes fun of me as, like, the girl who took a selfie with Will Smith. But, I mean, it was worth it. But Selfies last forever. Of course. Memories, selfies, all of that. Um, I also took brand strategy with Professor Galloway. That was a, a pretty interesting, engaging, and dynamic class. Oh, so we got to work on um, this project, basically picking a company and auditing their brand strategy, their digital presence, and giving um, advice on what we think they should do next. So my team did Swell, um, the water bottle company. So that was really, really fun. Um, And then in the end of the class, it's kind of like a competition where you're like pitching your ideas. And then my team won. So that was really, (laughs) that was really, that was exciting. But I think the coolest part about the whole experience is, to keep a long story short, my sister met the CEO of Swell at a conference and was like, Sarah, I'm here with the CEO. Like, I'll get her email for you. And I'm like, yeah, like, I want to try to pitch what our idea is. So I emailed the CEO um, and was basically like, I'm an NYU Stern student. My This is the class we were in. Um, we have these ideas. We would just love to talk to you about them. And we basically... Um, my team um, got in front of the, like the Swell marketing team and met their VP of corporate communications and their e-commerce team, um, and we presented our ideas to them, and that was an, a crazy experience. I mean, I wish we would have like charged for our consulting services, but we just wanted a. I mean, it was cool to apply something we did in class and like really getting in touch with the people behind these decisions and um, taking the initiative to go see them. I thought it was a really fun experience and one of like. When does that happen kind of thing? So that was really cool. What a great opportunity. And you talk about, you know, having these experiences at Stern. You're super excited about entering this new industry. Mm-hmm. And I know a big part of the business school experience is the recruiting piece. And you had the opportunity to spend your summer at Hulu yeah. in Los Angeles. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, in Santa Monica. Very cool. Talk us through that and how that happened and maybe how you ended up at Hulu and your experience over the summer. Yeah. So I took the non-traditional route, as they say. I knew coming into business school, I wanted to get into entertainment and media, but I had no background. I was just super passionate about it. So hit the ground running, talked to every single second year student that did entertainment and media and was like, where did you work? How did you get there? Who did you talk to? Um, Any advice for me? Because I'm starting from like nothing. 
So it was basically get involved with the club, start talking. So there's an entertainment media club. Um, start talking to alumni, just get yourself out there and see what you want to do. And for me, that took up a big portion of my first year, but I loved meeting people, especially people that had a connection to Stern. It was a really easy thing of like, I'm an MBA one that wants to go into entertainment and media. You have this impressive career at X company, NBC, HBO, whatever. Can we talk? And I was, I mean, it sounds silly, but I was so surprised how willing people were to meet with me. But the club actually did a trek, as we call them. We went to L.A. for a week in January where we go meet um, all these different companies in Los Angeles that we don't have as much access to in New York. So we went to Netflix, Amazon Studios, Hulu, Disney, Fox, Paramount. It's a great bonding experience, and it was also, like, a ton of fun. Lots of In-N-Out burgers <laughs> for you California folk. Um, yeah, so I met um, – we went to Hulu, and I just – I mean, I love the vibe there. The mix of entertainment technology really spoke to me. The fact that there were a few MBA interns, so I knew they would get a lot of responsibility. I really loved just the people that I met. And there was an MBA, too, who had interned there previously while I was an MBA one. So he had told me about his experiences and the opportunities it had given him. So I basically just connected with the recruiters there, followed up within like 14 hours, sending them an email being like, I loved it here. I want to talk to you on the phone. Um, So I talked with them and then the whole process kind of started. I applied online and followed up and was like, I talked to this person. It was great, et cetera, et cetera. And I actually was in Los Angeles for a case competition the week after winter break. Um, There was a UCLA Paramount case competition. So a few of us flew to Los Angeles. Um, And so my final interview kind of worked at the same time as the time I was there for the case competition. So I kind of got to show them that I was pretty serious about um, getting into this industry and being in LA and had my final interviews in person. And then like early March, we were actually, I was in a car in March with four of my friends. We were going to a block ski trip and it was like 8 p.m. in New York, so 5 p.m. in Los Angeles. And I got an email from the recruiter while I was in the car with my friends being like, hey, call me at your nearest convenience. Oh, my God. And I was like, do I tell the people in the car about this? I mean, they're all my good friends. But they're like, Sarah, if you got an email like that, you probably got it. And I was like, "Eh, but if I didn't. But I was like, if I don't, I can cry in the car in front of these people. It's like totally fine. But I called the recruiter, and then she told me I got the offer. And then we got to celebrate this weekend. We went to Vermont as a block. Um, so it was all, all great things, but yeah. The rest, they say, is herstory. Yeah, herstory. <laughs> That's incredible. So there is one thing I want to ask about because yeah. people come to Stern, and for, for new students, right, you'll, you'll discover this if you don't already know, there's a very big contingent that either goes into consulting or mm-hmm. banking, and you took a different route. So yeah. I, I want to understand you know, how your experience was kind of in contrast to the much more structured recruiting and the resources that you were able to use Uh, kind of going a different route? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I did see, I mean, all most slash all my friends going to these corporate presentations, taking their time to meet these people outside of classes. And I was like, okay, my friends are spending their time at these corporate presentations focusing on their career. I really need to do the same way, but it's just going to be a different allocation of my time or a different way I use my time. So I spent a lot of that time finding people on LinkedIn and alumni to meet with. I went to the Office of Career Development a few times just being like, this is what I want to do. Like, do you have any advice on how to get there or people I should talk to? And we kind of mapped out a plan, and a lot of it surrounded um, with networking and learning about the industry. 
and just being involved in the entertainment um, club on campus and just trying to like beef up my resume to show people that I was pretty serious about it. So I actually also participated in this experiential learning class at Stern. Um, we partnered with Time Warner. There's a few Stern alumni there. And we all were divided into teams and basically had to pitch um, ideas of what we think, um, how they can generate more revenue in their companies. And again, it's first semester. None of us have really worked in the media industry, just are really excited to get into that. So being able to have a concrete project was like really beneficial in interviews and to be able to talk about the industry. Actually, one of my Hulu interviews with the hiring manager, we spent 45 minutes just talking about this project that I did for Time Warner. I specifically um, covered HBO with my team, and he was like, well, why do you think this? Like, why do you think the industry is changing? What do you think is going to impact it? What do you think Netflix is doing that affects everyone else? Like, all these kinds of things. And for me to be able to talk about those different metrics, I think, was really powerful. So just making myself um, prepared and knowing about the industry and just showing people I took a big interest. But yeah, I mean, for resources, it's doing everything with the club. We had knowledge management sessions to learn about the industry, talking to second year students. I mean, the whole community thing, it's, I mean, people just want to pay it forward. So taking an initiative to talk to second year students. Um, yeah, just. There's and a- OCD, just for our listeners. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you want to explain kind of what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. OCD is the Office of Career Development. Makes much more sense. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so sorry for the listeners out there. Yeah, I mean, I've loved the people that work there and the, oppor- and the resources and opportunities they give us. I actually served at, as an MBA, too. You can serve as a career mentor for different industries um, I, and basically work with 20 or so MBA ones to help their resumes, help their cover letters, um, work on what you basically should do to land an internship in that industry. So I was the career mentor for entertainment and media. So um, it was a great opportunity for me to give back to the new class, um, which has been great. And now I'm working in their office just as a graduate fellow. But yeah, I love them. Shout out to OCD. Hey, hey, Roxanne. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they're just wonderful. And you know, there's like 400 full-time students, all with different paths, I mean, pre-experience and post and where they're going to land for their summer and afterwards. So they have a lot of things to coordinate and plan. And I mean, just take advantage of that. It's there for you. It's like, it would be your own fault if you didn't um, participate or reach out to them. Absolutely. And and there's also another resource, which is the Langone students. Who yeah. The, who are the part-time students who are who are working at a lot of these companies that uh, you know you can you can reach out to and, and leverage those relationships as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I actually we had a when I was a first year we had an MBA one Langone student mixer basically, and I met some girl who um, did consulting work with Disney. And like anyone who knows me knows I'm obsessed with Disney. It was like my whole stern essay was like I want to work for Disney. I've wanted to work there since I was four, and I freaked out. Uh, very normally that she did work with Disney and we ended up getting coffee and then she actually was on the she did part of the LA trek so I got to see her there but she was really sweet and just being able to um, introduce me to anyone I really wanted to meet but yeah I mean there's like I don't know a thousand of them just working in the jobs that we basically want to work in so exactly I mean and now with the one-year tech MBA and the one-year luxury and retail MBA just more people coming to Stern um, to kind of share resources. So it's awesome. I think that's a great point that 
is often not promoted enough is the professional backgrounds of all our classmates are so interesting. And to take the time to get to know where people are coming from, what they've done, is just a tremendous resource as well. And I think, yeah, you're right. Like, if, if people were more aware of that coming into school, I think you'd be able to leverage this opportunity even more so than you, you typically can. Yeah. I mean, don't get overwhelmed if there's, like, a million people that you have to meet and then that one person is going to have, like, True. the exact experience that you're looking for. But just knowing in the back of your mind, like, oh, my gosh, the I mean, the student community is so vast is just pretty powerful and pretty exciting. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so Sarah, if you were to kind of boil down all this recruiting talk to one kind of pro tip to our incoming students, what would it be? Oh, my gosh. So many pro tips. Um, my what? I mean, I would definitely say don't be overwhelmed. And there's going to be a lot of surprises along the way. So one thing I really thought about is you might get interviews at the place you never had. You never thought you had a shot and you won't get interviews at the place you were a shoe in. And that just happens. And it's all circumstantial and you never know, but really greeting every opportunity and every resource with an open mind, I think is really important. I mean, again, like I was saying, like I was set on trying to intern at Disney. Like that was like, I must do this. Like it is, it was my essay. Like I have to accomplish these goals. But then I, you know, and then I was like, wait a second, like I just need this experience. And there's so many companies and and different managers and different functions. And just really learning about all these things. And so, I mean, working at Hulu, 30% of Disney, I mean, it was just an incredible opportunity for me. And not really pigeonholing yourself, but, yeah, using the resources and just um, just getting yourself out there, I think, is really important. We've talked about academics. We've talked about <laughs> recruiting. Yeah. Let's talk about social yeah. here at business school. <laughs> Sarah, I feel like your name is synonymous with social no. here at NYU Stern. <laughs> You were a block leader. You've been, been involved with a ton of clubs, including mm -hmm. student government, executive vice president. No big deal. <laughs> and you've just been so involved. You talk about, you know, the resources that have been available to you. But I mm -hmm. wonder if you could talk to us a little about your social experience and, you know, the way that you've been truly able to leverage, leverage this amazing two-year experience here at Stern. Oh, my gosh. I mean, oh, man. I always talk about, like, I go to Stern and it happens to be in New York, not like I go to school in New York and it is Stern. And that in the past two years, like I've let Stern be my whole like social outlet. I mean, I had friends here um, outside of Stern from undergrad, from sleepaway camp, from high school. But I really was like, I'm throwing myself all in here. I want to meet these people. Like we're all taking two years off of our professional careers to kind of be here. So I, I mean, I was like a camp counselor. I was like very involved in undergrad. And I think as soon as I like stepped on campus, I'm like, I want to do stuff. So, <laughs> like I want to meet everyone. Transformation. Yeah. I want to meet everyone and I want to do many things. Um, yeah. So the first thing I really got involved with was being a block leader. So uh, the whole class. What's a block? What's a block? What's a block? What's a block leader? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole class is divided into six blocks. Um, you basically do a lot of your orientation programming with this block. You take a lot of your first year core classes with this block. Um, it's basically kind of this little community within your bigger Stern community. Um, so my block had 69 people. I think they range from like 64 to 70. Each block has two block leaders um, that basically are in charge of the block or like the representative of the block to the student government and try to help facilitate different social activities, academic activities, um, recruiting activities, like wherever they kind of want to uh, make of it. I really wanted to do this. I was super excited to 
I think my whole thing is I love bringing people together. I love meeting people, and then I love introducing people and, like, seeing where that lands. And, like, so we had five people run for Block. I was in Block 5. Shout out Block 5, class of 2018. <laughs> I had to. I had to. So there were, like, five people that ran. And, of course, I was so serious about it. I made, like, a PowerPoint of why I should be the Block leader, <laughs> like, to David Letterman's, like, top ten reasons why um, why Sarah Rubin should be your Block leader. But That's pretty good. Good idea. People keep making fun of me. I mean, like, still to this day, they're like, remember how serious you took that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that presentation. <laughs> yeah, somewhere, like, way in the Google Drive. But, yeah, so um, me and my friend On, we were the Block leaders, which was an incredible experience. We planned um we planned trips. We planned social outings. We had, we had a barbecue with Professor Marciano, oh. who is a strategy professor here at Stern. We, we were planning, like, a block barbecue, and Ann was like, let's invite Professor Marciano. And I was like, okay, like, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. So she came with her daughter, um, which is a, a really cool thing. But, yeah, being a block leader has been one of my favorite things that I've done at Stern. And I, I mean, I love my block. I love, like, I love everyone at Stern. But, you know, that um, – that first first semester experience, like everyone not really knowing what was going on to be able to have like that core, I think is just so important. So I was really happy to kind of try to facilitate um, different things for my blog. How many clubs that were you involved in that you had no idea when you came to Stern that you would like to be involved with, but then once you got into this like crazy atmosphere, you said, yes, absolutely. Or maybe you took a risk and you joined a club and became super involved with. Yeah. I mean, again, like from a professional standpoint, I was like, I'm joining the entertainment club and like, I need, I want a leadership position. Like A, can add it to my resume. B, I'm going to spend time Focusing on like meeting the people that are interested that of things that I'm interested in, and then just building up um, again my resume and like my skills and knowledge of the industry. Oh man, clubs I didn't think I was gonna join. Uh, probably. Yeah, biggest surprise here at Stern. Biggest surprise of a club I didn't join the Cellar Club, which my friend is the president now, and he's like Sarah, that's crazy. Which is like the wine club at Stern. It's basically like people who like fun drinks i don't know it's a real thing <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's real i was like oh uh, yeah so i didn't join that so i got a little flack for that i joined the jewish students associations uh shout out to the people of the tribe um <laughs> a lot of shout outs today sorry sorry so many shout outs um yeah i mean again getting involved with student government was um i wanted to meet a lot of people and i wanted to give back to the school i was so happy to get in and like enjoying my experience so much I was like okay what can I do to meet people and bring people together so I joined the community committee which is a committee that um really tries to plan events like outside of maybe drinking all the time because um or just like different events that appeal to different people across Stern so we did um ice an ice skating event we did like a fall gathering kind of event um, this year, the team has really expanded it. They've done a lot of coffee breaks, um, Valentine's Day stuff. So, yes. You're involved with Stern Chats Podcast. Yeah. What a great club here Love at Stern. Love Stern. Everyone needs to be involved. No, two of my really close friends, Sherry and Frank, started this when we were MBA ones. And it's just, and I, when I was um, on the leadership of student government, we were kind of helping them out to try to launch it and get it to where it is it's just incredible this podcast so and it comes full circle right yeah i can't believe i'm sitting in the chair <laughs> <laughs> so sarah i have a really important question for you yeah of course <laughs> what is beer blast that is an incredible question <laughs> 
Beer Blast is stern. Just kidding. Um, Beer Blast is an event every Thursday night sponsored by student government, also known as SGOV, if you guys hear that around, and a different club each week, which is really cool. But it's basically a gathering for all stern students um, Thursday nights from 6 to 10 on campus, location TBD. But... It's basically a place where people can all meet up um, after the long week and unwind, and there is beer, and there is food, and there is wine. Um, But for me, it was, like, this time to just meet people who, like, were outside of my block and or see those friends that I know had, like, really hard weeks from recruiting, and we all knew that we were all going to, like, meet at Beer Blast and, like, really catch up. Um, So, yeah, it's just this great outlet to meet people, catch up with friends, um, every club or different clubs host at different weeks, so there's different themes. I know this week Swib is hosting their Diva Blast, so my friend was printing out pictures of Beyonce, um, I think, as like decorations. So, Appropriate. Yeah, so um, I mean, it's one of my favorite events at Stern. I literally told all my non Stern friends, like, I will always be busy on Thursday nights, or you can come um, with me. But I think it's this like, it's this thing that everyone goes to, not because people just want to like, drink a lot but it's this great outlet um for people at the end of the week to just kind of we don't have class on friday so for people to just catch up and see each other and have some fun and i'm i've i'm always looking forward to it so i know my friends are too and most of the class so yeah so you mentioned not having class on Friday, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. It means we have three-day weekends. So uh, that lends itself a lot to travel. So you mentioned your trip up to up to the skeet weekend. Yeah. Where else have you traveled what, oh my gosh. During, during your time here at Stern? That's a great question. My family and family friends are always like, Sarah, what are you doing? Why are you not in New York? Um, and I want your life. But I've traveled to Japan, Jamaica, um, Budapest, Cannes, let's see, over winter break, I did a month-long trip with 14 Sternies, and we went to Singapore, Bali, Australia, and New Zealand, um, so that was insane. I mean, being able to travel the world with all these people has been an incredible experience, and, like, like I went to Japan with 100 Sternies over my spring break when I was in MBA 1, and one of my closest friends was from Japan like led this trek and so to see the country through her eyes and also because not a lot of people speak English there was like an incredible experience I mean something that I really look back on as one of my favorite moments at Stern. You know New York City is such a global city in so many ways and you mentioned earlier you feel like you're at Stern in New York and not the other way around Yeah. but as a new New Yorker Mm -hmm. and as someone who's thrived here you know, how would you describe the city and your experience here in the city? And maybe, too, NYU Stern's, you know, uh, location here in the city, you know, Greenwich Village, Washington Square Park. Love to get your thoughts on that. Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky. I live in the East Village, so I'm a 10-minute walk from school, which is fantastic. But, I mean, being downtown, having access to companies, restaurants, events, et cetera, like, I mean, there's just obviously way too much to do all the time. So sometimes I can feel like an overstimulation. Um, But, yeah, there's so – I mean, it's very cliche to say, like, 
I mean, there's just way too much to do and so much to see. I love Broadway, so, like, that, I love entering lotteries and then just going down, taking the subway 15 minutes to go see a Broadway show. Or I have some friends that live in Brooklyn, and they all make fun of us that we never go out to Brooklyn. So, like, being able to explore that borough has been really exciting. Um, We're not that far away. (laughs) I know, I know. She gives us so much flack for it. We had a a few of us had a Brooklyn afternoon um, this past Sunday, which was really fun, but... Thanks for making the try. No, yeah, you know. A whole I, afternoon? I know. Wow. <laughs> One whole afternoon? I'm really giving, I'm such a giver, you know, what can I say? But, I, I mean, you know, I think for me, like, being in New York and being able to take those, like, Fridays I would travel, I mean, I'm not saying I went to Japan every weekend, but, like, I would take those Fridays to meet with alumni at these companies that I wanted to visit. I mean, to have that time in my schedule is extremely valuable, and you know, being able to be right there is just unbelievable. And, like, being right by Washington Square Park, um, yeah, a second. All right, Sarah, well, we're rapidly running out of time. And I think— Just uh, like my Stern MBA. <laughs> just like your Stern MBA. <laughs> Got him. <Whoa. laughs> now it's real. That stays in. <laughs> and I wonder what advice you would have for yourself. You know, the take us back to 2016, you're a brand new incoming MBA Stern student. What do you wish you could tell yourself then? Oh my gosh. I I mean, I wish I could tell myself all the incredible people that I would be meeting and all the different types of people at the school, whether that's what they're interested in professionally or what they do outside of school or what they did before school. I mean, really just challenging myself to meet as many people as possible because it's incredible to hear all these people's stories. Um, that is definitely something I would tell myself going into school. Also, not being afraid. I mean, that goes with, I mean, that's like obviously easier said than done. I'm about to graduate, but I was petrified I was going to fail all my classes. I was so nervous I wouldn't land an internship. And of course, I was scared I wouldn't have any friends. I mean, I think that's everyone's fear as they enter a new environment. But I think putting yourself out there and knowing that everyone else is really experiencing the same thing, like, no one's done business school, whether their friends or their significant others have. Like, this is your experience to make of it as what you want. Um, and the people here are going to support you. I think that's really, it's really weird to hear that as you're about to start school. But I mean, again, like I was saying, I struggled through like finance and accounting, but I had friends that were came from finance that took the time to tutor me just because like I could help them in something else or what, you know, it's just like people are nice, which goes a long way. Um, when it came to recruiting, like I would have people read my resumes. I would have my friends mock interview me that already had jobs. And like, that was not something that I was expecting. And then from the social atmosphere, I knew people in New York. But then once I started meeting the people here, I was like, I'm all in. Like, I'm here with you. And like, let's like do things basically. So yeah, just meet people take advantage of every opportunity listen to stern chats i think is like number one um good messaging yeah i, you, I went from warm and fuzzy to like motivated <laughs> to seize the day I, that was a roller coaster of emotions sorry so. sorry no, it was wonderful yeah thank you so much
Well, Sarah, yeah. thank you so much for being here. Yeah. That was an incredible conversation. It's great to hear about your experience and how much fun you've had here. Yeah. Yeah, and Sarah, you personify all of the great traits that you just described here at Stern. You have been an incredible mentor and friend, just not for the members of your class, but for the class of 2019 as well. We are lucky to have you. Your legacy and impact on the school, future students are lucky to have you, and we wish you the best as you enter this next phase of your life. Oh, thanks. I'm going to cry. You guys are great. I'm excited for all of you. What a story. You can feel her energy popping off the mic. Sarah is always so full of a smile and a laugh is what I love about her so much. You always know when she's in the room. Totally. And now it's time to hear from Drew Sharma. He's a one-year tech MBA candidate graduating with the class of 2019. We hope that his story will, will resonate with all of you, especially those who are just starting at Stern. Remember, if you'd like to get involved with Stern Chats, email us at sternchats at gmail.com. That's sternchats at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Stern Chats. Thanks and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Stern Chats. I'm Andrew Slotnick. And I'm Devna Shukla. We're excited to have Drew Sharma in the studio with us today. Drew is an incoming one-year tech MBA student graduating with a class of 2019. Drew, welcome to the studio. Thank you, Devna. So, Drew, this is the first time we've ever had an incoming student on the podcast. You're not yet an official Stern student, but you will be joining us come August, September. We ask all of the new folks on our podcast to do a quick 30-second elevator pitch. So what's your background? All right. Hey, guys, I'm Dhruv. Uh, most recently, I was a project manager at a fintech firm called eFront, based out of Midtown Manhattan. Prior to eFront, I was a business consultant at Citigroup, uh, handling some of their uh, tech transformation projects across the globe. Prior to that, I was a technical developer uh, working on a project for a big telecom company in India. I've been extremely fortunate to have worked and lived across three different continents, and I like exploring the different neighborhoods, you know, immersing myself into different cultures, along with my wife, my 12-year-old dog, Hope, and our 11-month-old baby, Samarth. You literally have not even started at Stern yet, and your pitch is 100 times better than mine is. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're going to crush it here. You're going to do so well here. Again, at, for me, I start talking about my favorite color. I've said this before. <laughs> then I go saying that I like spaghetti. You are well polished. Well, well done. Polished. Well done. Thank you, guys. We would love to hear about your journey to Stern and really why you chose to join the Stern community here. So I guess I'll start out with saying simply, why Stern? Oh, wow. This is going to be a difficult uh, question to answer because there are so many reasons that Stern is my, uh, was and is my top choice. In the interest of time, I think I'll stick to two main points, uh, the first one being community. And community has actually been a very, very important part of my decision process. It's essentially boiled down to where do I see myself for the next year, because this is going to be my family, my house for the next one year. Plus also, you know, this is the community that I'm going to belong to for lifelong. So the first, you know, the point that bubbles up is how welcoming and supportive the Stern students were while I was, you know, doing my research about the school and also before my uh, interview, you know, my interview prep. So essentially I reached out to, I would say, 
12 students on LinkedIn, just cold, you know, message them on LinkedIn. And I got a response from 100% of them. Wow. And knowing that, you know, they were amidst their, I mean, very close to their interim exams, uh, I was really surprised that they actually got on a call with me, uh, took my questions and, you know, talked to me about some of the, you know, the things that I was considering from the school. Just to give you an example, I had a question about this one-year program and knowing that, you know, this is via the inaugural class, knowing that the person I'm talking to probably would not have prior exposure. Uh, I was talking to this girl who uh, is a trained musician, and I asked her this question that, you know, what has been your favorite moment at Stern or, you know, uh, you know coming into a one-year program, I have this uh, question about course load and clubs and how, do, how would I manage it? So she gave me an example from her accounting class that, you know, th they were supposed to do a project and she was not the strongest in accounting. And she essentially sang a song uh, in the accounting class about accounting itself. And that essentially uh, made me understand that how, I would say, friendly Stern is, how open they are to creative thoughts and, you know, having a different perspective on things. So that's, that's one of the things that, that really impressed me. Absolutely. No, I mean, I think that, I think that makes a whole lot of sense. Just a little bit more information about you. You were living fairly close to New York City, right? Um, your wife is at Yale, am I correct there? Yes, that is right. So just a natural uh, transition to Manhattan here for Stern, is that correct? Uh, yes, that is correct, absolutely. And Stern being, you know, in, in the center of New York uh, makes it extremely easy for my wife to find an employment here for our, our transition to be smooth. And this was, again, one of the questions I had for a current student. And this is where the high EQ part comes in. That person I was speaking to did not have a baby, but he was married. But he gave me, he, he understood what I was trying to get to mm -hmm. and gave me examples from his class where, you know, people had babies, people had, you know, family members who were moving along with them. And that gave me a very strong sense of, you know, uh, integration, family integration that happens at Stern. Yeah, because we can't take that decision lightly. That's not just you moving downtown or you moving across town, you really had to make a, a full family decision too. Absolutely. Um, and so that's incredible to hear. I'm so glad to hear the response rate was so high. I know. I, that doesn't surprise True. me. I mean, I feel as though 100% if somebody if somebody reached out to me on LinkedIn just to learn about Stern, that hasn't happened yet, but my inbox is open. Yes, to Andrew Slotnick on LinkedIn. <laughs> Here we go. Come, come find me. <laughs> uh, but at the very least, I feel as though students at Stern serve three purposes here. One, to go to school and be part of the community. Two, to usually find a job. And three, to recruit students to come to Stern, mm -hmm. to leave the place better than you found it. So it doesn't surprise me that naturally people were willing to speak to you about their experiences here, to say the least. You know what surprised me about Stern? People really like hugs here. And it sounds like a weird comment, but I, I forget that like sometimes when I'm walking around the school and I haven't seen someone in probably 12 hours or 24 hours, they always want to hug. You walked in today and I was like, this is the second time I'm meeting you. We're going to hug it out. Yes. Um, so I love that sort of community. Like you said, the, the real Stern family here. It, it goes deeper than just like the head nod that yeah. you normally give somebody you might recognize on the subway or on the street. Yeah. Uh, the community is, is truly alive here, to say the least. Absolutely. And uh, I haven't even started. I have been to Stern around seven times. And I absolutely agree with the agree with the hub, uh, hug philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> I have hugged everyone from admissions to OC, uh, offices of career development to you guys. I so. love it. I absolutely. Love it. I think everybody wanted to give admissions a hug after they get that letter. I still do. Oh, man. Shout out to admissions, making it all possible. Is there going to be waiting? There's going to be people dialing up to get a hug from him. <laughs> but uh, but 
but that makes a lot of sense. Speaking of Isser, yes, sailing lessons. So you tuned into one of our podcasts when we had um, the dean of admissions on and how he talked about sailing being really important to him. Can you elaborate about that impression yes. on you? So, you know, I was sitting on a train traveling back from work, listening to this podcast, and Isser talks about how, you know, you cannot change the direction of the wind but you can learn how to change, you know, your sails to go along with the wind. And that, this, this note kind of, you know, struck a chord with me in the sense I had taken up sailing lessons, you know, a year ago, but my work schedule did not allow me to follow through. So this was a great point. I was like, okay, I'll have some time before I start with my MBA program. I am right by the water in Norwalk, Connecticut. Let me make the most of it. Uh, so I re-signed my sailing lessons and I plan to get a certification done before the school starts. That's amazing. Another theme here on Stern Chats is a lot of sailing. Well, I did, did I talk about me? I sailed competitively yeah. growing up. You sail, Kathy Andre, CEO of TIA Craft. Like right. I feel like I should get some sailing lessons under my belt I know. too. We sailing here at NYU Stern. <laughs> I mean, that, there there's some connotations there, but we'll welcome it. We can start a Wednesday night series. Uh, as you as you are aware, if you have a particular interest in an activity and there's not a club that exists, feel free get some OSC funding. Go out, create the club, especially if you have a number of students that want to get involved with it. We're really open to that. So mm -hmm. that's another really great feature about our school. One other thing that we would really like to ask you, when you were deciding where to come to school, you mentioned that you had lived on three continents. There's a lot of great MBA programs all over the world. What was it about coming to school in New York, in the United States, that was really important? Obviously, there's a lot of international students here at NYU. Um, what was it that drew you in as somebody who has been truly global? Okay, that's a great question. And, uh, you know, part of my experience in other areas, uh, I would say in other countries, has been uh, I have been working throughout, and I have seen how access to a particular, I would say, pool of industries is important. And once I, I, I've, I've been in New York for six years now, and there is no other city like New York where the access to, you know, employers, to meetup groups, this is unparalleled. There's no other city like New York. So that's, that, that was one of the, you know, major uh, points that, you know, Stern, there is only one Stern in the center of New York City. And that, that's the major reason. Absolutely. You obviously had the decision to apply to the full-time, two-year full program. Um, you're going to be coming in as the first cohort of students in the one-year tech MBA. What was it about the one-year program that particularly resonated with you and your career goals? Right. So given my past experience and my future goals, the tech MBA is actually uh, a, a tailor-made opportunity for me. I say that because I have worked in the tech sector for, you know, nine, ten years now, and I want to stay in the sector. So a one-year focus program uh, makes a lot of sense, both in terms of a monetary investment for myself, being out, out of the workforce, and since, you know, my, my target industry is the tech industry, I would not really miss having, you know, uh, not having the summer internship opportunity. Actually, in, in lieu of the summer internship, we have something called the Stern Solutions Projects, 
which are essentially uh, real-life exam- uh, real uh, opportunities to go and work with companies in New York and surrounding areas. And I'm extremely excited about that. It's, it's having the best of the both worlds. There are definitely a variety of experiential classes and sort of outside consulting classes that you can do here at Stern that are probably one of the most more fruitful opportunities here for sure. This past semester, I was in the Branding and Innovation Consulting Lab. We did some work for National Geographic. It was a really great experience being able to meet with the C-level executives of such a global firm. They have 130 million followers on Instagram thinking about it in a marketing lens. Even though I, I do have a summer internship, I'm in the two-year full-time program, just having that opportunity, that definitely filled in some gaps that you wouldn't have if you were just sitting in the classroom for all of your credits during the week. So I completely understand how the Stern Solutions fits in nicely. Yeah, I totally agree. I did tech in the city here at Stern and worked with a company called Shapeways. It focuses on 3D printing and is incredible. We went there every week and saw what a I don't I hate calling it a startup because it's a very successful and well-run company that's probably 9 or 10 years old, but it's cool to come in as a student but also then put your like tech hack on. I'm curious though, what is it what is it about technology that makes you so excited about this industry? I would say that technology does not have any boundaries. Uh the the whole nature of it, it being able to affect a large number of people draws me towards it. So far, I've been uh, in, I would say, technology related to payments, uh, to, I would say, data analysis. But in the future, I do want to, you know, step into an area where uh, the social impact of the technology that I'm building or, you know, I'm a part of is, is much greater. We actually talked about that in my class this morning, right before I came to record this episode. Um, David Yermak teaches a great class on the foundations of fintech, and he talked about how technology um, in fintech is really important for all these underbanked communities throughout the world. Mm. A huge portion, not only of folks here in the United States, are quote unquote underbanked, but obviously in Africa and developing markets, that's a huge area where there's a huge need. So if that's your goal here at NYU Stern, there's going to be plenty of work for you to do here at school and then afterwards, too. Totally. Thank you. I'd love to actually switch it up in Stern Chat's tradition and see if you have any questions for us. You're on this really exciting you know, brink of the Stern experience. I'm jealous. I can't believe we're already one year done with this program. We only have one year what left. What I would give to be in your shoes. It's so true. Do you have any questions or things that you are excited about when it, when it you know comes to starting here? Yes, actually. Uh, first of all, thank you for you know leading the Stone Chats. It's an absolutely uh, great. Uh, oh, please! Way. We we just come in and, <laughs> and and are like these like puppets. There's a whole team behind us that that really gets all the credit. But thank you guys for doing this. Uh, my actually question is that how do you guys manage to you know do this? Your you know coursework, then all these clubs and uh, you know treks. How does it all come together? It's a really interesting process to see how many decisions you have to make and sort of, and see sort of what impact they have. I think it depends also on your strategy for coming to school. I was someone who had a really positive, you know, experience at college, go UCLA, but in doing so in in 4 years I didn't think about like what did I want to get out of this socially um and turn my own personal development. So I was thinking about this last night and my thought was I think you should say yes to Things, not necessarily everything, but things that you might not say yes to. And so if it comes to you're, you're tired, but then a bunch of classmates are going to get some ice cream, like go and do all these things. Because you have to think about why did you come to school? And it's less about the school and it's more about the community aspect. 
Um, I'll also say Google Calendar is your best friend. and The so, NBA calendar on Google Calendar, yes, for sure. Google Calendar yeah. is your best friend, when to meet or a doodle to schedule things. Um, but I think that you already embody so much of that enthusiasm and spirit here that once you're here, you're not like, oh, God, I'm at school and I can't wait to leave. You come in here and you're like, oh, my God, there's 17 million things going on today, but I cannot wait to see everyone and talk to them and to find out what's going to happen each day. Similar thoughts as Devna. I came to Stern, I'd say, for three reasons. The first being I want a really strong network in New York City of peers, of people I can really be friends with going forward. I think that's a huge benefit to the value of business school. So that alone was my number one. Number two, similar to Devna, I was very focused in my undergrad. I had a great undergrad experience. I studied finance at UVA and was laser focused on finance and completely ignored marketing, management, selling. And I feel as though there were these gaps that I needed to fill in. Uh, So Stern was key to that. And then finally, I really wanted to pivot careers. So having the opportunity to be in New York, you have so many large companies, particularly within financial services, the industry I'm looking to go into, being there was amazing. And then as far as balancing personal things um, or clubs, my my mantra is there is one, there were two clubs I wanted to get involved with when I got here. One, Stern Chats. I went up to Sherry the first day no in, the club ex, uh, in the club expo and was like, hey, I've listened to your voice. I'm not a creep, but I want to get involved. <laughs> and um, that's how the, the Stern Chats thing came up. And then Stern Student Government. I think there's a lot of really great folks here at Stern who are involved with student government. Um, I, I help set up the, the beer blast every week. Sarah, earlier in this episode, talked about Beer Blast. It's a really, really great opportunity on Thursday nights for students to come together and unwind after the week. So just just balancing, picking a couple of things, I think, is the key. Yeah, I think I think Andrew's totally right. Being mindful about what you're doing and why you're doing it and also why you're saying no to certain things. There's so many other things I wish I could do, but you still have to go to class. You still need to sleep. You still need to, like be present for your friends and family. I would argue you probably have a better sense of balance because you have a dog, you have a wife, you have a child. And so you understand what it's like to have things that might be competing priorities. And I'd also say as a a tip for all incoming students, like lean on people who helped you get here. So uh, my friends and family, I'm sure for Andrew the same way, I'm sure also for everyone in this building, have been so incredibly supportive and meaningful that they're excited for you. And so my friends have been incredibly understanding of like, I get it, you can't see us today, but we're so excited. Or like, send us a picture from Stern Chats or we're listening to your episode. We're so proud of you. So I say definitely feel free to lean on those people um, to understand, but also to help you thrive even more here. Thank you. Absolutely. In the graduation episode in particular, somebody said, uh, tell your friends that for the next two years, or for you one year, I'll see you in a year. I'm going to be completely immersed, and I think that's the way to handle it. Just going up, laying it out on front, saying, "Hey, I'm going to take this experience to the fullest and see what I get out of it." And I think that was a really great way of how they positioned it. And I'm the opposite, where I have integrated my friends to the certain experience, so they'll be like, Are "You going to Beer Blast today?" They have never been. <laughs> they don't really truly understand what it is. But I'm like, you know what? I should bring you next year because there is a sense of like there the shared excitement, enthusiasm for you taking a really they call it like a personal risk, but a reward that's that's guaranteed. You're gonna have a great time here, you're gonna have a great experience. So I just say one day at a time you know, do, do things that make you happy, like sailing and spending time with your family, um, and just keep an open mind. So, Drew, two questions. First, other than sailing, what do you got planned for the summer? And then secondly, uh, for all of your other fellow incoming sternies, what's your plan? Where are you going to live in New York? What are your thoughts there? People always like to hear 
uh, folks' opinions on that. Absolutely. All right. Uh, plans for the summer. So we have about, I would say, 12 days uh, to begin classes um, uh, to get started here. Between now and then, I definitely want to finish my sailing uh, certification. And I'm also planning my f- of son's first birthday. So that's, oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's always fun. Yeah, the, the, that's something, you know, that is being planned on. Uh, I have a big move coming up uh, to New York City. And uh, I'm excited about that because I just signed a lease. Uh, we're moving to Midtown West. Nice. Uh, Congratulations. Was, thank you. Thank you. It was tough getting in uh, with, a, I would say, a dog who is 50 pounds overweight than the whole <laughs> <laughs> city <laughs> regular norms. Uh, and she also happens to be from a dangerous breed, which is uh, not true about her. What else? Uh, for uh, the second question from you was, uh, how did you, how did you select Midtown West as your location to live in? Oh yeah, Midtown West. So actually, uh, here we were optimizing for my wife, uh, wife's commute to work. So we keyword got... optimizing. You're already such a B schooler. <laughs> <There you> like <laughs> optimization. Let me put this into a linear program. Yeah. we're a solver we'll when you need it. Exactly. <laughs> So we managed to cut down her commute from 15 minutes drive to, for from a 15 minute drive to 15 minutes walk, wow. which is very important. Excellent. And for myself and my classmates, you know, who can who we want to welcome into our house, it's going to be a 20 minute subway ride and a 30 minute bike ride for me uh, on the days when I can bike, uh, which I would absolutely do uh, throughout the year. City bike, city bike's great. Uh, shameless plug for the NYU Credit Union. If you open an account at the NYU Credit Union, mm-hmm. literally with a dollar, apparently you get heavily discounted City Bike membership. Wow, fun uh-huh. fact. So, fun fact, you can go look it up on the student portal. I'm sitting here talking about it, but I haven't done it myself. <laughs> I need to do it. I need excuse to exercise more. But anyway, Drew, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been excellent. Um, we really enjoyed getting to hear the perspective of an incoming student. Thank you. The pleasure was all mine. Thank Thanks again. Thanks for having me here.